and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> we actually lost three viewers during that. <laughs> during the intro? Oh, no. The, the new extended version intro. <laughs> the, the now I've idea lost was another to... one after I started talking. <laughs> the idea is to try and... Yeah, maybe. We, just, we wanted people to have time to, to get in, uh, you know, so they'll see the notification and get in and, and uh, you know, see that. Let people <laughs> add in, but might have to rethink it, I guess. Yeah. So before we did 30 seconds, that was, what, a minute and a half? Uh, two. Oh, that was two minutes? Okay, so maybe we'll... Early. Okay, it's beautiful and scenic. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. So tonight, we're joined by Callie Pearson. She's an advocate and independent researcher. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about the Delphi case in Delphi, Indiana. Uh, good evening, Callie. Thank you for joining us. Hey. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is the second time we've had you on, so I appreciate you coming back on and talking to us. Um, if you would, just kind of introduce yourself and how you got involved with this case along with the other cases you're working on. Uh, well, my name is Callie. I work um, on the baby Dior case, uh, Dior Coons Jr. out of Idaho Falls. I got involved in this case by meeting people through Dior's case who needed some help in researching. And before you know it, I got sucked in probably like everybody else who who comes to see this. Um, Delphi is is the case that definitely needs justice. It needs, put, be, it needs to be put to an end before anybody else gets hurt. That's what I think. Absolutely. So if you would kind of go into the case uh, for those people that may not be as well versed as you on the case and, and what happened. So Delphi, we call it the Delphi murders. Um, it's, a, it's a case based on two girls that were found murdered in the woods um, who disappeared. Um, who went? Who was it like Monday, right? Monday, they had the day off from school, so they decided to go for a walk in the woods and go to the Monon Trail in Indiana. Um, and they, it was about 1.30 something that they were there, and uh, eventually their family went to go pick them up, and they were no longer, they weren't available. They they were missing from that point on. So they started a search. Uh, the search lasted for a good while, but in the middle of the night, I don't know, around 10 o'clock at night, the search was called off. And the next morning, um, next afternoon around 12, the girls' bodies were found pretty close to the bridge, but on the other side of the creek. And they still have yet to, to solve it and who, who killed them. Yeah, and that, that bridge is really high. looks extremely unsafe. Um, yeah. I know there's a lot of missing, uh, I guess, railroad tie or whatever you call them. Um, right. And there's no rails or anything, like... I'd be scared to death to have my kid walk across that bridge. I'd, no. I'd beat him as soon as I got home <laughs> if I found out about that. Yeah. So yeah, Abby Williams good. and Libby Germain, uh, how old were the girls when they... Um, Abby was 13 and Libby away. was 14. Oops, I'll skip this. Um, so what makes this story unique is one of the girls is able to capture the prime suspect on her cell phone and record him, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of go into that, like what, what took place there? Well, so the girls ended up going 
to uh, what we believe is the end of the bridge and um and these and this guy ended up following them and somehow must have passed them at one point and you can hear i think abby say is he still following us and uh libby pulls out her phone and she actually libby actually took a criminal criminal case um like a, a class to do criminology and stuff like that so she was pr pretty prepared so when she pulled out her phone and, and she started recording this guy walking up on them um you know you can hear a couple of things like you know down the hill there's talk about a gun um and yeah he's the last person to have seen him at first the, the police did not think that this guy was a suspect until a couple of days later um yeah we call him bridge guy bg for short yeah and so basically he let the girls walk across the bridge and then they get to the other end of the bridge where the trail ends so mm -hmm. he knows they have to come back across it's almost like you know he he allowed them to get in a position where they're going to be vulnerable because they the only way back is over the bridge right 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 yeah and there is a trail at the south end and then there's a trail at, you know on both ends there's a little trail so um yeah if you let them walk past you and then you get behind them and start walking towards them again you're backing them up into one of the ends regardless um yeah there's there's actual footage that shows the hill it's pretty steep you know going down through the woods and uh all the houses that are around the area are not really facing the creek so it's not like there would be any eyewitnesses unless no, they, were they were involved they were found on someone's property and i know that they looked at that guy a little bit, right? Uh, the yeah, gentleman's yeah. property that where they were found. Yeah, um, Ronald Logan. He, I forget, 70s, 80s. He was old. Um, yeah, but he he actually is a is a child um, predator from from the past, and so he has uh, you know stipulations on on what he's allowed to be around and stuff like that. Plus, he also has probation for. Um, you know, alcohol and drinking and driving and stuff like that. And so he actually lied that day and said, um, he called his cousin and told him to lie for him and say, hey, I tell, tell everybody I was here with you at this time and instead of that time. And and we don't know why, you know. Um, I'm sure there's people who do know why, but yeah, poor Ronald Logan. I mean, is he involved? Is he not? Did they set him up? Did, is it somebody that he knew? Um, he let a lot of people use his property. So, you know, it's possible anybody could have just felt like they could go on their property and and, and do what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And supposedly he's not home during this time. So the gentleman that's on screen now is uh, Richard Allen, and he's ultimately the one that gets arrested for this case. Now, he, he admitted to police that he was there that day. He tells them he's wearing a like a blue hoodie or something, right? Um so he basically fits the description of the bridge guy, but a mm -hmm. lot of people feel like he's not involved. Uh, what right. what kind of evidence does the police have against Richard Allen? They have a um, an unspent bullet that um, ended up somehow falling in between the girls' bodies. Uh, matches the gun um, from his house. That's about all they have on him, and the fact that he was there, they, that he places himself there, you know, and he gave the statement in the very first couple of weeks uh, and, and they continue to look for this guy that represented this guy on the screen right now, BG, 
you know, and you, you have you have Alan who's admitting that he's there at the same time wearing these clothes. So it's really confusing on how they didn't get him the first time. They just kept looking for him. Yeah, so so they have a bullet that had been chambered through his gun that they found at his house during a search warrant, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he also worked at CVS in the in the uh, photo studio, right? Now, yeah. I read that he actually developed crime scene photos from the case. Is that true? Or is that just something? I know said? the funeral photos. I'm not sure about the crime scene photos. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's creepy. So he yeah, developed he missed, the, he the funeral photos. The funeral. And yeah. He developed the funeral photos and kept copies for himself? Um, I don't know if he kept copies for himself, but I know that he didn't charge the family for the photos. Well, that's nice of him. I mean, I guess I wouldn't either in a way, but, you know, being him that he did that, it makes you wonder. Now, what was the, how were they, were they killed? They were shot, I assume, right? No. Um, oh. Libby was, they're both stabbed. Um, Libby was basically, her neck was, uh, she was inches away from being decapitated, fully decapitated. Um, we're not sure of SA. Um, that has not been released. We're not sure of pregnancies. That has not been released. Um, but they, Abby died of uh, an injury, I want to say, to her neck that ended up bleeding out. It was either her neck or her heart. But it was it was a main, a main vein. They ejected bullet. There's Julie. Told Morgan that's yeah. That's the okay. six hour. Now who's Julie? Julie's a great friend of mine. <laughs> Julie works on the case. Um she's um very deeply involved in it and you know, she does everything she can to solve this case like I do on my case and like everybody does with their cases. You know, we all have our special cases and this is definitely hers, not necessarily mine. But um, I help her out as much as I can. I, you know, we kind of, I don't know, we've known each other for a really long time now, <laughs> at least five years. But she's a really nice person. And she knows a lot about the case. Um, I know that. Oh, she said Callie is great. <laughs> so I've heard that um, law enforcement soon after Richard Allen had confessed to being in the area, wearing those same clothing, when they were doing like these, um, the public, the talks, the when they speak to the public or whatever, mm-hmm. he actually would show up to those events, right? And he would sit there and listen. And I know on, on one of them, they said, oh, here's our guest of honor on, on a microphone that had been left on. Like they, I don't know anything they... about that. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, so basically they they suspected him. Uh, there was a live microphone, and he says, oh, here's our guest of honor now. Like, they they knew before they charged him that, or they suspected him before they charged him, um, which... Oh, wow. I did not know that. They, they must have more evidence besides the fact that he was there. He's... Yeah. matches the description of the bridge guy and the gun casing that had been uh, chambered through his 40 cal six hour right? Uh, right what else do they have on him that you're aware of um yeah that's it 
I mean, there's there's not a lot. <laughs> there's really not a lot. I mean, he's he's the and only he, one that they placed fought. himself there too, right? So yeah, yeah. And said he had the the like the same matching sort of outfit. It's, it's really the bullet and the matching outfit. Um, yeah. did, did, now, what about the 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 bowler hat that he's wearing, or the hat that he's wearing? Um, does he own a hat like that? Uh, I believe that it would just be a baseball cap. I think he said he was wearing some sort of cap and a hoodie and a yeah, and a Carhartt jacket. It was a blue Carhartt jacket. They've got a lot of clothing on. Julie yeah. says originally the FBI did not think the ejected bullet was related to the case. How could they then not? It worked out. Um, so, what do you make of Richard Allen confessing to the crimes to his wife? I feel like he was coerced into saying that. Um, do I think he's involved? I think that he knows something. He knows the people or, or you know, something of the sort. Maybe even a watcher, or like a lookout. Um, they have enough against him to where if. It basically, once you threaten his family, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna do whatever you ask him and tell him to do. You know, that's what I think. I think he's threatened a lot. Does he have any sort of record at all? No, not that I know of. Mm -mm. So he's got no record, no evidence of anything else as far as like child predatory behaviors or anything like that. No, nothing, nothing. They they found nothing on his devices. Um, it's really just the bullet and the thing. It's, you know, it's 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 seriously. I feel like there's a lot more people to this. You can't, you can't. I just can't see Richard Allen. You know, five foot four, shorter than me, <laughs> um, hustling two girls down a you know across the creek, and I just can't see it. Whether I had a gun or not, you know. I say if you've got a gun, I think he could. Well, you could, but then you have to at some point get your knife out and start struggling. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like there's more people involved um, and that he knows more and that's why he's accepting it because if he was completely innocent, you would not sit there and deal with that. You would you would disagree. You would fight for it. You know, I mean, at least I would. Um, I mean, people I, I think would. But he just, he's, he's letting it happen. He's accepting it. So if he's guilty, would you accept it and let it happen or would you fight um maybe both if it was you know but i don't he's not fighting at all he's not fighting to get out he's not fighting to clear his innocence so let's talk about what's going on in jail uh, he was on the hunger strike for a while he's lost all kinds of weight uh he also i guess his defense attorney is claiming that there's some kind of odinism going on at the the jail you want to go into that a little bit the Odinism stuff. Um, well, let's see. That's a really long one. Um, let's let's see. Where do we start? Do we start with the defense? Oh, we got plenty of time. <laughs> do we start with the defense letters? Um, yeah. Uh, it was like 150 something pages. Uh, it was it was a lot. I read every single page. Um, so Odinism is is like a, it's kind of like Wiccans. Um, you know witchcraft but your own kind of thing your own belief system it, it's like a viking thing um where it's it's like a man group i guess uh so there it, this odinism thing um they do 
supposedly, you know, with my research of looking up what they do, they they sacrifice. Um, they do all these things. Is it widely known that this is a, a spread it out thing? Not really the sacrificing part. Um, rituals and stuff like that. They do that. They do that in the woods. They do it around fires. They 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 um, they worship the the Odin god, which is I don't know. He looks like a goat with horns. <laughs> Some, something special about him, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's like a, a man group. So there's this guy named Brad Holder that is is being brought out into the system with his buddies. And it's it's said that he may be responsible. Um, some things have gone down in the in the background, you know, with, with uh, what's his name? Um, Patrick Westfall. He's the friend of... of Brad holders. Now these two people are said to be like the main Odinists of of Delphi, pretty much one of the main Odinist groups. And I don't really see, uh, to be honest with you, I just don't see him involved in that. But there are Odinist groups, people that are actually in the jail. They're the, the guards. You know, they're wearing patches and stuff. They're sitting out in front of his his cell. You know that every single conversation that he's ever had has been recorded or watched by these two guards. I mean, and after a while, once it once the Odinism stuff was pointed out that the guards were even, you know, threatening stuff, that their patches were removed. You know, they they didn't want to be associated with that. I guess, um, you know, in the case, I don't know. I don't understand this whole Odinism thing. It I don't. Sense yeah, I don't understand how they get. Uh, Viking god patches on their uniforms for a jail like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that to me. that <clears throat> not uniform. That's not uniformal. You don't do that. No, you don't put any. Yeah, that's weird. That's like a police officer running around with upside right. down crosses or something. You know, you don't do that. Yeah, so they that's no longer. They didn't know that they were being watched either. So that's um, I guess that was probably fun for them. We got a couple of comments here from Julie. Oh, oh sorry. Thanks. Oh, I was just going to go. God of War, yeah. Uh, keep in mind that the defense presented in the memorandum came directly from what law enforcement in the state had from the beginning of the case. It was not made up, as some say. Well, she did have a comment up here earlier that we didn't see. Yeah. Uh, they're varying camps on what they have on uh, Richard Allen or yeah, all right. Uh, the bullet was found with the 45 degree angle in the dirt, and there are only pics of it in the dirt. Uh, no other photos. So the actual bullet buried in the hard dirt, it would not drop into hard dirt that way. Oh, that's interesting. And another one here. CS um, was definitely staged to at least appear as though someone had direct knowledge, interest, or wanted the scene to at least appear it was Odinist. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So she's talking about the crime scene and I was going to get into that as well. Um, I believe that I've read that the girls are posed in such a way that looks like, um, you know, there was a, there was purposely posed, right? Do yeah. you know anything about that? Like yeah, they had, supposedly they had sticks posed on them that were basically like, um, basically laid out in the shape of a ruin, you know, certain ruins. Um, I had one that, you know, had like all these, like a star almost. Um, Brad Holder also has the same thing that was tattooed on his wrist. But then again, is this something that's made to look like Odinists, you know, knowing that they are around? Um, maybe they were set up. 
but it's also possible that one of the Odinist people were dumb enough to leave so much credible evidence behind. I mean, you got this F, it doesn't look like an F to me, um, in, in the tree written in blood, in, in Libby's blood. I mean, that, that right there is sick, regardless of whatever it is, it, whether it's an F right. or a smiley face, it, it's sick, you know, and, and to think. Are you saying F like as in Frank, the letter F? Yeah, yeah. And, and also, um, they're tying that to, uh, and, and I believe that it could have Odinism. I mean, who knows? <laughs> really, I mean, we have our, our certain suspects that we all kind of think, you know, might have had something to do with it. But it's a matter, you don't put those names out there until you have 100% proof, you know. Um, I, I definitely think he is not a loner in this case. He did not do this himself. Do I think he's an Odinist? Um, I think he's, it's possible He's also, it's also possible that he belongs to the Keegan Klein thing, where everybody knew Keegan Klein, in my opinion, and kind of belonged to this little boy group. Also remember, Delphi is, is, um, it's a Mason town. It's, it's a huge, huge Masonary town. Almost every, every male there is a Masonary. Julie, did you get anything with that Masonary stuff? Like, did you get a good list of that that we're working on? She's working on a list of seeing who all in the town was related to being a Mason because it's possible certain boys clubs that been mentioned throughout the case might actually be just that. Now, what are you, when you said Klein, what are you talking about there? King Klein. King Klein is a guy that is um, sexual exploitation for uh, people, minors on, on throughout the internet whether he took it himself or distributed, he um, ran this account called Anthony Shots. He used it as a fake profile, oh, no. took somebody else's picture and and put it in there um, and went and basically chit-chatted with all of these girls, including Libby, and was supposed to meet her that day and supposedly she didn't show up. Also, Abby's boyfriend um, is... Brad Holder's son, and he was also supposed to meet Abby that day, and she didn't show up. So a lot of people are supposed to meet these girls, it seems like, and they didn't show up. Were they supposed to meet there at the bridge or yeah. on the trails? Yeah, somewhere on the bridge. Yeah. Wow. Right. <clears throat> and it's like um, every just... case, like this, so much that you can delve into, and I'm, I'm yeah. kind of like more of a surface level person as far as some of these cases. <laughs> There's like so many people in, involved, like there's different, like, I almost want to call it stages because as the years happen, this thing happened and that thing happened and everything was just adding. And so you got this Keegan Klein, you know, with the fake profile and Anthony Schultz thing, um, you know, going around I'm, and all of a sudden you got Brad Holder. That was, Keegan Klein was the kid I was thinking of when I said heavy set, like he's got the beard, right? He's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. I agree with you. On but that he, he used now. like a, a model picture to say he yeah. was a younger kid and yeah yeah okay yeah. Uh, go ahead jeff i know you're gonna say something i'm sorry i'm sorry. well yeah no just because uh i got into you talked about that that f the like the the f rune so i had to look that up and apparently what that could mean um it's the the rune abundance money wealth nourishment and fulfillment it corresponds with the english letter f and can signify wealth gained successes reached and rewards delivered so if it was some sort of a 
quote unquote sacrifice type thing with the letter F there, maybe. And this is just me getting all conspiratorial. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw, I heard that and I had to look it up to see what that could right. mean. Oh, good call. So Julie says most normal people would not even know what they were looking at or if it meant anything as far as the sticks. It would give one pause, but most people would have no idea what a rune is. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, also somewhere in the woods, it was pretty close. Uh, some people have actually stumbled across like animal um, bones, like hung up, like there was, you know, seances and the rituals and stuff going on in the woods nearby. So there are areas of interest that really haven't been spoken about. There are pictures of these that are floating around. Um, but there's, it seems like these woods are used often enough to where you wouldn't be surprised if this stuff happens. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's there's so many different looking at all these ruins for Odin's Odinism, Odinisms, and then um, also Wiccans. Uh, they share similar um, ruin signs, slightly different meanings, um, but they also do share some of them. I've seen the. It's. I just don't know what to think about it. To be honest with you, I mean, if it's an Odinism thing, it can't be limited to just one person. It's a group thing. You do this stuff as a group. You don't do it individually. And Abby supposedly didn't have any blood anywhere around her, right, Julie? And not nothing. She looked. She was washed, cleaned up. I think it's possible that she was actually hung upside down. And if this was a ritual thing, because in the Odinism things, they actually have a hangman. A hangman is like a tarot card. So if you've seen a tarot card hangman, you got the person hanging upside down, and one of their legs is kind of like like this. Um, so basically, it's the same pose that Abby was posed in, as say, like the hangman. And um, that is a picture that Brad Holder had painted and actually drew an F at the very bottom of the picture and circled it. And it's, it's an F in red. So wow. there's some things that have linked him to being suspicious <laughs> about some of the things in the crime scene. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize all that. Like, honestly, I thought we we're gonna get on here tonight, and you're gonna talk about how Richard Allen is absolutely guilty, uh, is bullshit that he's trying to get his case tossed out, and here we are talking about all these other side notes. Yeah, I I don't know how I never heard that before the 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 rune side of things, like the Odinism. Yeah, it's, it's completely it's new, new to it's me. Kind of like a new thing. It's it's a new thing. It's it's just the last couple of months it's come out. Um. Yeah, Richard Allen, I mean, I'm up for him being guilty. How he's being treated, I don't think it's fair. Because if he is guilty, it's ruining the case on how 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 they're doing it, right? You know, you can't you can't threaten people in jail like that. You can't be watching their phone calls like that. It's not up to the guards to do that. It's it's up to phone calls, it's up to monitors, you know. You don't put these two people who are showing Odinism badges on their stuff in charge of, of him and i don't know i just think that he hasn't been treated fairly as a person now do i care if he's treated fairly if he's guilty no not really <laughs> but we want the case to go forward right we want the integrity integrity of it to be upheld and and 
Spoiler. Yeah, we, we want the right guy convicted, right? So we want the right guy convicted and we want the right guy who's been convicted to not get out. Or person. On, or yeah, person. Or persons to do I know how you emails can be. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's watching right now. She's gonna come downstairs and yell at me. Uh, so Julie also says Libby's hair was definitely still damp and slicked back. She had wounds on her hands and large jagged wound across her neck and her face on and her face on her nose was injured. Oh, please save your discretion. Your discretion, yeah. I'm not seeing the photos just to be respectful, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we have photos. any of the photos, but I didn't hear anyways. No. Yeah. But describing it is still like the same thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, poor thing. I mean, I don't know. I feel really bad for for all the innocents. All of them. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna show a quick video. It's so Neil Mant was on our podcast, I think season two, talking about he had just come out with this program called Crime Door. It's a crime door app. Um, so I'm going to show this real quick. So this is something you can download on any Android or iOS device, yeah. but it takes That's you true. into the crime scene. So this is the crime scene on Libby and Abby's case. There's the bridge guy and there's the bridge. You actually hold up your phone and you walk through the crime scene. You can look at everything. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's an augmented reality sort of thing. So, right. um, yeah, it has like, you know, 3D models of everything. They build everything out as accurately as they can to the to the crime scene. And you can actually walk around and you move your phone and that sort of the lens into the the crime scene. Um, you know, and no, so it, it has a bunch of the evidence type stuff that, that was at the crime scene in a lot of these as well. Right. But you can see the hill behind her uh, over her right shoulder there. And then here's the picture that they took of the bridge guy on her phone. It's kind of like brings you right there to the crime scene, right? Right. Yeah, I think it's very awesome that they did this and that they do this for others. Yeah, they've got... I, I should look sense. that up before, but I know they have over 500 different crime scenes on there now. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait for them to do a couple of them. They're gonna be, it'll be fun. But I think that's a good idea because it, you get the sense of like you're actually there, you know, instead of pictures. When you look at pictures, for example, Dior's case, when you look at the reservoir, you, it, it just looks like a flat thing of grain. But then when you pull up the mountain view and you kind of get in there, it, there's so much more. The hills are taller. The, the road goes up. I mean, I was on a Facebook Live the other like a couple of months ago up there and someone up there had me on live and so they were going i was like i didn't realize that road went up like that like you know it's just it's a mat it's it's really good to be in that zone and see for yourself where all this happened and, and what it looks like i just noticed our names disappeared jeff because this should say cali and then justice for baby dior you can push some buttons <laughs> well, my name's on would... the bottom. Oh, it, is, it doesn't show yeah, up. I'm mine. not, I'm yeah, not sure. Is... But anyway, so we should say <laughs> that 
Um, you do also run a page called Justice for Baby Dior. And for anyone that's not familiar with that case, we didn't cover that case. I think was that two years ago now we covered that with you, Callie? Yeah, we've done a couple of things together on it. Um, you want to go into his case uh, real quick and then we'll go back to the Delphi murders? Oh, um, I'll do. I'll be really short. Uh, so if you visit justiceforbabydior.com, you'll get to see um, a case about a, two, a missing two-year-old boy that went camping with his parents, his grandpa and a friend. Um, and supposedly he just vanished um, one one afternoon. And um, yeah, if you get in there, you'll see that the parents are listed as suspects and we're trying to do everything we can to solve that case as well. Yeah, such a strange case. Like, how does this little boy go missing with all these family members around? And Yeah, we believe it was a family accident and covered up for whatever reason. You know, I don't understand why people go through that route. It, I get the panic, you know. I, I, I've been in trouble with some things, you know, random things. You, you just have that panic, right? <laughs> but do things the right way better. So this is uh, your your page here justice for baby dior mm -hmm. um, what a cute kid he was though yeah. so find... actually i'll show you some pictures here his birthday's coming up i did a really special video for him when's his birthday? the 30th that's a crazy <laughs> crazy case yeah those yours. <laughs> Which one, the Ayla? Ayla's yeah. case. Yeah. The poor. Just, it's just the children. For some reason, it's like the one that the cases they give me the most is when you have children with their parents involved. Like, dang. Oh, it. that reminds me. <laughs> uh, I gotta talk to you after we finish this, Travis. Don't forget to remind me about the Ayla case. Oh, he learned something. Okay. Something you don't want to say online. Uh, yes. Oh dear. Oh, good. I Jeff's a bartender now. Right. He's probably heard some confessions or something. <laughs> uh, I wish Julie was actually in here. She'd be answering all these questions for me. <laughs> so, so where do you think this case goes from here? Do you think Richard Allen gets off? Do you think he turns around and sues the state, saying that he was framed? Um, My personal gut feeling, I think he's going to get out. I think it's going to be because of how the case is handled and it's going to get thrown out. Um, well, because does he, does he, what are the charges he has right now held against him? He's got murder held against him. Yeah. So. For, for, okay. So now they can, they can, they can still, they can, <laughs> what's that? They can't prove it. They can't prove that he did it. So it's like, you know, but he's in there for murder. Right. It, but as far as like him getting out there, how does that work? As long as they don't bring it to trial. Um, well, if it goes to trial and he gets thrown out, then they can't yeah. charge him again. That's what, well, that's what I'm saying. But if it looks like, like they, they're going to they fail, they'll drop the charges and then they can bring it up. They're, 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 yeah. And, so if but it's a yeah, civil if case, you can drop it and then get recharged. If it's a um, a federal case, if it's like up there, then once brutal, you get yeah. you know charged thrown out, you know you can't get charged again. Like Casey Anthony. Right. Yeah. The yeah that's 
Oh, that's such a stupid thing to do, right? Is if you have someone in jail for for something as heinous as this, like why would you risk losing it because of like mishandling of like the the suspect or or any of that sort of thing? Well, right? I think the defense team really, really came out with a lot of information that pointed and shed a lot of light that we all saw in law enforcement already, but just wasn't out in public, you know, with with how the defense presented what they had in the 153 page document, it, it was it was really telling. The law enforcement definitely is corrupt. Um, you got that whole town corrupt. I really think that this whole thing should be tossed out and another court system should pick it up, you know, like 100%. Delphi should not be handling this. Um, you got the, the sheriff is corrupt. They're all doing it for political reasons. Um, they also all belong to the same boys club, you know, whether it's Masons or whether it's something on the side. Um, there's a lot of men in this town that are associated with each other. And so they all got each other's backs. That's the problem that we have with Richard Allen. Is we have him in jail. We have a lot of people he's afraid of. And he's willing to do whatever he needs to do to, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, so maybe just step yeah. in and, and try to try to take it state level so, rather than the town or county. The mm-hmm. whole thing is nuts. But do you do you think that this is like a crime of opportunity? They uh, they wanted like if if it's someone that's trying to sacrifice children, do you think they just happen to go out there this day and pick these yeah. two girls? Was it random, mm-hmm. or think that these girls were? Targeted? I think it was planned. Um, I know that they had a live on a Snapchat like two o'clock that morning um, with their friends and stuff. And like I said, they talked to Libby, talked to um, Ke- uh, Keegan Klein on the phone and they were supposed to meet the next day. They did invite all their friends to come out there and do that, you know, come out there too. But I just, yeah, there was, it was too much advance notice. If they didn't do that live, then maybe it would be more of a crime of opportunity. But, you know, with Brad Holder, Logan, the boyfriend's dad, who does do seances, he has pictures of him doing it. Um, and he is a nodenist and he is a Mason. Not necessarily those two things always go together, but I actually have a friend that just passed away who was a Mason and an nodenist. So it was kind of not a surprise to me. Um, but yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. You just, this case is just bizarre. <laughs> So, Libby's sister Kelly has been kind of like the spokesperson for the family, and she's young. Like she, I don't think she's twenty years old. Maybe she is now, but yeah. Um, when this happened, I think she was like eighteen. Um, what does she say about this? Does she feel that Richard Allen is the suspect, or does she think that it could be something else? Do you know? Oh, I'm sure she thinks Richard Allen did it. Um, she's talked a lot she's she's contradicted herself a lot too she will say one thing and then again say a different thing the next time she talks so it depending on how much trust you put in what she says um you know this was her little sister so i do grieve for that um but some people think that she knows a little bit more than what she let on um, she's the one that dropped the girls off that day yeah she's the one who dropped off the girls that day yeah. Kel- Kelsey's 23 married and has a baby girl now. I don't know. I I have to really? contradict you there. Like just hearing her 
hearing her on different podcasts and stuff, I, like my heart breaks for her and and oh yeah, the way the way she talks about her sister and stuff, and so I'm I'm gonna tread lightly on. So there's also there's her. also um, videos of the of Libby's mom doing um, psychic readings, and I've literally the the one that I heard I've heard a couple of them, but there was this one that I heard. I just bawled. I bawled because you're this is a mother and you can hear it in her voice and and you know she was being told that Libby was sitting next to her and you know and she was hugging her and, and and all that stuff, you know, and it was just like yeah, it, it was heartbreaking to hear um the mom talk about it and that mom is actually left out of the loop. You know what I mean? Like it's because Libby was raised with Cody um, and and by the by the Patties, she didn't really get to um, you know live with her mom. She get to stay with her mom every once in a while. So her mom has never really been brought up. You know she's kept out of the out of the loop. She found everything else. Um, she found out that the girls were murdered. I want to say online or oh, through somebody man. else. Yeah, she didn't find it out. You know. Because she was called by the police, she was she was told by somebody else. Yeah. Now the the three faces we have on the screen here is the bridge guy, and then mm-hmm. this younger version they sent out April 2019, and then Richard Allen there all the way to the right. Yeah. And I know that right after the the girls had been murdered, Richard Allen shaved his head. He grew out his goatee thing, so it's longer now. Um. Why would if you're not if you're not directly responsible? Why do you change the way you look? Like, and then didn't he burn his jacket or something in the backyard? Did I hear that? Um, really? <laughs> you know, about the jacket <laughs> and being burnt in the backyard. We do have some um, comments here. So, hi from Holton, Maine. Oh, Erica. <laughs> um, and Julie also said Libby was close with her mom, Carrie. Yeah. And also that she spent every birthday with her in summers and visits. Libby, Libby wanted to live with Carrie. Makes sense because the patties were, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Julie so, said that's a rumor. I've not heard that. I heard, I swear I read that and it's on this case that. Well, there was a fire. That's in regards to the jacket was, being burned, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there was a fire pit in the backyard. They dug up his cat, I want to say. <laughs> oh, a black oh. cat. Like that's all I know. How do I know it's a black cat? But they they dug it up. I think that's what they did dig up something in his yard. All this sounds like it's like a Netflix creepy series or something. Right? A lot of weird stuff going on here, like the runes and cults and yeah. Oh man, yeah. There's a motorcycle gang that that lives out there that. That um, you know, they could have been involved. The owners could have been involved. <laughs> um, King Klein, I still think he's tied into it. What's his first name? Keegan. K e k a n. Yeah. And his dad. This is like, the one I'm thinking of when we talked earlier. And he admits to being in a red Jeep at the gas station while his dad is doing whatever. 
so it's possible that his, you know, I just, I don't know. It's like, you have all these possibilities that literally do tie these people together to where it's a real possibility. Like, he can fly, you know, he's he's admitting these certain things. Yeah, that guy. He's admitting that he's in a red Jeep, that he's sitting in a, you know, his dad's doing possibly the murders. And um, then you have... And this, and this <laughs> is who he said he is, right? Like, that yeah. looks just like him. That poor guy is actually a police officer. Oh, this kid is? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> He's changed a bit. He was... So, Keegan Klein claims he was... Or claimed to be Anthony Schatz, right? Yeah, and the one in the middle where you see the three guys, his dad's on the left. Oh, okay. And so, they... Whatever Keegan does, his dad also does, because his dad also used that profile. What? Yeah, there was more than one person who used that profile. It was like a hub, basically. Yeah. Okay. Because so it was a hub to like attract young girls or something. Yes. Or or communicate with young females. Yes. So they were able to prove that by the way he was typing, by by all the messages on there, that there was more than one person using it because of the the way that they were speaking, the way that they spelled. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have him being grilled. Who else uses your account? And he's like, I do. Did your dad use it? I don't know. You know, so he was covering for something. But yeah, there's most people using that account. Dude, people it, are it, evil. It, it just reminds you of like a backdoor porn hub, you know? Like, did, um, Jeff, did you show this Julie comment about what he was actually charged for? I can't remember if you actually. Oh, that. I didn't. So Richard Allen is charged with murder under Indianapolis Code 35.211, which is murder involving a specific underlying criminal offense, in this case, abduction of two girls leading to their murders. Thank you, Julie. Oh, oh. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Julie's been really helpful. She's the best. Yes, awesome. Thank you very much, Julie. I'm glad that she joined the chat because I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> 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 I know a lot about the case, but like, you know, to just spit it all out, it's just, it's more so like a conversational thing that's easier to do than to educate. Um, but then you find yourself when you have regular conversations that you sound really great, you should educate. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot of haters out there. I stick up for her. Well, they're probably terrible people. They are. They're they're selfish people. I yeah, I don't it is kind of funny. It's maybe something I shouldn't even say on this, but people who do this, I have seen that it can get kind of clicky, which is weird. I, like people attack yeah. each other on these things and it's like we're all <laughs> here for this. We should all be here for the same goal and that's trying to to get the family stories out and find justice for the people that are either murdered or missing, something like that. But people almost turn it into a competition and, and it's disgusting. Like it is. And it's all these high profile cases, every single one of them, they get in there and, and I've, I've, I've been able to meet, you know, Doug from, um, no thanks investigate. You guys were on his show with me. Um, He's no longer doing YouTube's because he got so bullied out of it that they were making. Oh, really? They were kick, getting him kicked out of his used to constantly that he tried kick, he tried this, you know, and he could just never get back to where he was because 
everybody's throwing his name under the bus because they oh, it's awful. He was a great city. guy. He had really like, good energy too. Like he, yeah. he was passionate about all yeah. this. Like that's, I was wondering, cause I hadn't seen any of his stuff up for a long time. I was wondering where he'd been. Yeah. Up in every now like and watch it. Comedy, cause he was a radio person at one point, but he's like a mix yeah. of comedy and a mix of reality and get things done kind of thing, you know, keeping it in between. And, yeah, they just tore him apart. Delphi people. I was I was uh, doing lives um, about Dior with this Delphi person <laughs> who was all about Delphi, who had to stop doing my Dior lives. It was all on him. He wanted to do do the lives. So, um, but he had to stop because he was being so harassed that he had to get put on the down low. Julie's the same way. She's been so harassed that she's had to be put down on the down low. Um, you know, all we want to do is be a voice. I'm lucky in a way that uh, by the time I got my voice in the D-Work case, it had already settled down. I watched all the drama. I wasn't going to have it. I already went through my part of the drama, <laughs> lost four of my friends, got them back, went through a full circle. And I just, I don't deal with it. It goes through one ear and out the other. Um, mm. I have a job to do is what I say. <laughs> so We're pretty lucky we haven't had Harry to deal with any of that stuff yet. Yeah. Terry Staples is asking about guilt knowledge. Was there anything that he told the investigators that only the killer would know? I don't know. I think you know. Not that I know. Julie? <laughs> Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry. I meant to do this one. Julie says, I'll sure. never get in another case in my life. This was so close to home. <laughs> Yeah, you do it, Jeff. Stepping over each other. Julie, I've been going through, been through living hell, trying to bring justice to Libby and Abby. Yeah, it's that's that's all. Thank you, Julie, for uh, you doing to help bring justice for those two little yes. girls. Don't listen to anybody. Um, was there any DNA evidence that uh, revealed Richard Allen? I don't. No. Think so. No, not the no. not the DNA. So they they don't have a single lick of DNA. Were the girls assaulted at all? You know, obviously they were assaulted because they were murdered, but were they sexually assaulted that we know of or anything like that? Um, I don't think it was mentioned that they were. No, they've been pretty tight about everything. Yeah. Um, if so, it would be more so inside knowledge because it's not released. But I don't think they have any DNA. They say they have touch DNA, but I don't think they have anything. Yeah, Julie says that about the DNA evidence um, that they have none. She says no, they don't have any. And and I think well, I think that was initially about the uh, evidence that the, he told the investigators only a killer would know. Yeah, um, maybe both, but um, yeah. It's two beautiful girls just need justice, and I hope that uh, it comes one day. The one good positive thing out of all this is that they were found and yes. they are properly laid to rest. They're not missing. We don't have to worry what happened, you know, where they are or what's happening to them right now. Um, you know, when you take a case and, and, and it's so tragic, you have to find something positive out of it. And that's, that's how I think of it. If it's my positive thing about it is I'm glad that they know where they're at. Oh, this is something interesting from Julie. Yeah. Well. It says there, there is nothing that links the case uh, to him with the exception of the unspent bullet uh, bullet tool mark 
expert for the ISP wrote a research paper previously about tool markings for ejected bullets. She is the one who examined the bullet. Her own research proved that it was 50% wrong. Oh, nice. So, okay. So they have less than the unspent bullet. Wait, because... the lady was wrong? 50% wrong? Well, I guess um, I'm assuming she means that the that, that it can be areas. wrong fifty so, percent of the time, right? There's a huge margin of error for uh, yeah. right, like using the bullet, the tool markings. Huh, Lori. I, mean, I, I I think Definitely. it's a lot more accurate if it's been fired, but probably not like tooling for like the ejection uh, mecha mechanism. Probably is I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Lori Harris is a friend of mine. She's a DOR person as well. She's my my bestie online and in in my daily life. Um, is I I, I want to say that that's right, Lori. That he was said that he was there about one thirty something. But I think the girls were also there about one thirty something. There, it was close. It was a close time frame, and he drove oh, yeah. a. Oh, what is that called? A purple. Um, no, was not me Cooper. What was his? What is it called? <laughs> Can't think of the there name of that car. Yeah. Anyways. And Julie, that that morning wasn't it? Garrett Kurtz that um was said to have that that one girl that ended up going to uh, you know the one with the fake license plate, the mother who wrote that down, her daughter was out in the woods with Garrett Kurtz that morning. Was it that morning that they were out there? That was my question. Julie does mention there were two sets of girls there, one group of three and one group of four. Um, and I had read that, that those, the group of four girls had seen him. They had mentioned bridge guy, right? That they thought he was kind of weird yeah. looking and, yeah. and kind of gave them weird vibes. So this is a pretty common trail for people to walk then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Which also makes it seem like extremely risky to attempt something like this there in a place that's, you know, if there was a total of what, uh, I don't know, almost 10 people there, like in that short a period of time, that why well, would you attempt there's that? other trails, there's other trails besides just the one that goes to the Hainan Bridge, is that what it's called? The Monon, Monon Hybrid. Monon one on yeah. high bridge side um so yeah, that that's one people. trail right that goes across the bridge then there's other walking trails that go down through there as well yeah it goes um alongside the uh if you go down where the girls were supposedly walked down to to go across the creek there that was a trail itself that walks that goes along the creek um that is somebody's property oh, it, it is somebody's property um and julie has um, thoughts about that guy too because he also owns the same kind of gun yeah he owned the same kind of gun and then i think that day he said something about going to the dump or something but he's not supposed to be driving so then they nailed him for that that was uh logan that was um um ronald logan the old guy yeah it's the property right yeah no the the trail that the girls were being led down is across this across the creek Okay. So they had to cross the creek to get to Logan's property. And they recovered uh, Libby's cell phone. And it wasn't underwater, right? It was sitting on it was land. 
it was like under them, under her, or under something. Yeah. So do you think that? Do you think the killer knew that she had her phone out and was recording them? You would think that no. Um, I would think no because if you were doing something like that, you would not want to leave any trace of evidence. I mean, they didn't leave fingerprints. They didn't leave, like, what were they wearing, gloves? (laughs) I mean, how prepared were these people? Um, They didn't leave anything behind except a a bullet. And And no one made any, like, expeditions that they heard anything, like screams or anything or pleading for help or anything like that? The only scream that was heard was 2 o'clock in the morning from someone that was nearby. Said that they heard a scream in the woods at 2 o'clock in the morning. Personally, I think the girls were let out of the woods and brought back. Um, that's my personal thing I I feel like because there were so many people around and looking I mean it got dark pretty fast I'm sure it was February so it gets darker faster Um, well at least in Washington and yeah I don't know I mean you just think you would have heard something (laughs) there was a lot of a lot of volunteers a lot of volunteers out there in the woods that night looking for them yeah but then the sheriff also called it off at like 10 o'clock. So, I mean, it was like, all right, we'll have so to resume from next day. So some people, some people gave up. There's still other vigilante or not vigilante, but like self people that wanted to go out and look for yeah, these kids. That they were still out there. Stayed yeah. out there. Yeah. So I, I, that's when they I heard really, somebody screaming. Have they mentioned like the time frame that the kids, they believe the kids were, I mean, I know I've read that it's around two or whatever in the afternoon, but has forensics or, or autopsy shown when they actually passed? Uh, Abby was the last one to pass. I think she was um, probably died just a couple of hours before they found her. So she hadn't been dead for very long. Um, Libby. Oh, man. I would assume that she had died the, the day before, you know, that night before at least. But Abby made it until almost morning, about morning time. That is awful. Yeah. Uh, Julie there. says the, the 501 trail goes to the bridge and the 505 goes to a dead end in the woods from there. You have to either turn around or go through brush to get down to the water. The 501 does not go to the bridge. And the other trail or worn path uh, bypasses the bridge down to the street, uh, steep ravine to the crime scene. It is private property, though. Yeah. And she I also says form. that no formal time of death has been given. Right. Something too. So the next morning, when they're looking for the girls, I think they found one of the girls' shoes. Yeah, I found Libby's shoe. Uh, Libby's shoe, and then uh, her sister was there and identified that as her shoe. And then they kind of sent the sister away because obviously they don't want her to be there when they're found. Yeah. Jeez. Oh no, Lori! I don't believe that they were killed there and brought back. Um, I think it's possible that the ritual thing that whatever they were doing with these girls, if it was a ritual that they would have taken the girls to a different location, done the ritual, brought them back. But that's just uh, ki- kidnap them. Brought yeah. Them basically away, kidnapped them, brought them back and did then their thing and brought them, them back. Yeah. But, I mean, it is possible that Libby died there, right there on the scene and they took Abby. Um, that's just my personal opinion though. I mean, why would you hear a scream at two o'clock in the morning? Why didn't they find him that night? Why did it, you know, um, it just seems really fishy. There's a lot of things. 
there's a lot of things that you know <laughs> i guess it just depends on on who you are what what you what you know what you think what you believe um but i think abby was taken out of the area and brought back hmm. that's my opinion i i never even thought of that but El ellie or a pity that the girls were taken over the hill and murdered right then and there the killer got away Now, isn't oh, that something man. like, didn't somebody's report seeing Richard Allen or someone that looked like him covered with blood or had blood splatter on him? Um, I heard that that was a false rumor that it was actually just mud, not blood. Um, mud. Yeah. One of those, there was a witness that said that they saw blood on the person, but I want to say that it was mud, not blood. Well, that's the thing about these high-profile cases. You get so many people talking about them, <laughs> interjecting their own thoughts, and maybe kind of direct the narrative a certain situation right. or a certain way. And right. possible. That's why, I go, that's, why, that's, why I, that's why I go to Julie. <laughs> like, Julie, what's new? I heard about this. <laughs> Let's dig deep. <laughs> Which is, honestly, it's kind of the reason why we don't cover a lot of these high-profile cases, because you don't know time. what's what's legit and what's not and everyone's got their own opinions yes yeah, so it's hard to like present it as like this um you know from the beginning to the end kind of thing when there's so <laughs> many scrambles in the middle that you, it, you know at least for dior there's a somewhat of a timeline <laughs> i don't know for the girls it's just it's just that short period of time that they're supposedly missing and people think that that where they were found Julie says, I believe they were killed where they were found. The big question. Oh, sorry. Were you talking? Nope. I was reading. <laughs> I just totally talked over you. Uh, the big question. Why weren't they found that night? That area was searched and it's not a large area. It's literally about three acres of flat land where it would be easy to walk. The crime scene photos make me question why they weren't found even more. Yeah. Are the crime scenes that uh, has been released or is this something that someone has found somewhere on the web like reddit or something what's that has pd released the crime scene photos or is that something that's that was not released by the back. police department that was that was um, a staff of one of the attorneys for the case and took a picture of it and distributed it yeah not okay <laughs> Three acres yeah, is not much area at all. Like, I'm not sure what Lori's saying. Maybe BH behind shed. The shed. Brad Holder. Oh. Brad Holder. Oh, so what? What about his shed? I don't know. Okay. So oh, there was a shed. There was a shed. Talked about a shack. There was a shack um, of some sort in the woods as well, but it was more so made out of like sticks and twigs and yeah very makeshift there there was nothing on richard allen's clothes that we know of that or else they would have had that on him they nothing just the bullet so julie says no they have not been officially released that was a leak that should not have happened do you think that was a leak that was made so that they could throw his case out of court um, it was actually the defense attorney's staff that did that. 
he would not expect the defense side to do anything to harm their client's case. Right. So I don't. Well, and yeah. I don't know how. I'm, wait, ass I'm how assuming that person got fired, right? Oh, I I, I believe so. And charged, like he's getting charged. Oh, nice. Can somebody? Oh, I guess I can't really say that because I'm not sure 100. Um, let's see. Brad said. Did they ever find Richard Brad. Allen's jacket? Or anything from that day? So Terry's asking, um, so there's blood fluid on Richard Allen's clothes. I wonder if the leaks people have photos over that are not part of the defense. Ah, that makes sense. I don't know about Brad said. Mm. I don't know anything about Brad said. Uh, Julie's saying, Callie, there's a lot of other uh, underlying stuff regarding leaks. People had photos over a year ago, not part of the defense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, is it, is it, I mean, I think people are just selfish and they want all the yeah. inside stuff. <sighs> and I think that's what it was. I don't think that it was to do anything harmful to the case. I think that it was a selfish person who saw an opportunity to get inside information inside pictures and yeah look what i have look at look at all yeah. this stuff that no one else has yeah i'm sure it's the wrong person and that person shared it even more so right yeah i heard people were going the police were going door to door and like <laughs> that's what i heard people were going door to door like getting these photos back telling them to turn it back in um it's that's huge that's so what that. do you think <laughs> to kind of wrap this up? What do you think is going to happen, Callie? Oh, I don't know. This case is so messed up. So you think Richard Allen's going to get off? I, I do. I, I think he's. I think the case is going to get thrown out. Not literally thrown out because it's a big case, but I think that he might walk. They're, yeah, they're, I mean, it, at least is what what we know of, right? Because we don't know what the what they actually have for evidence. There is really nothing that they have holding right. them there. And then, like I said, you have you have those guards. <sighs> you know, you have mistreatment. Period. Like, I don't. I mean, if he's involved, I don't want him to get out. Not at right. all. But I also want the integrity of the case, you know, to stand up in court. And I think and that it has to. The police department and the, the correctional officers and, and all of these people that are big role players, they're messing it up. I don't I think yeah. that justice is not gonna be I don't think justice is gonna get served anytime soon. I don't think they're gonna catch mm. their people. I, I, I was mean, so excited when, when they arrested him too. I know. I was the blue jacket, you know, you can't deny it. Is he BG? I, if he's, if it was that really his statement, did he really get that statement out? <laughs> uh, but he is found with the jacket. So, I mean, there's lots and, of photos and, of him in a jacket. And even if that was him, right, on, on, on the bridge, like the photo at least, like if he was there, like there still wasn't. Like, they don't have the murder weapon. They don't have, like, his DNA anywhere near it. Like, yeah, you can't prove fingerprints. it. Fingerprints. Like, like that's, that's the thing is you you have to. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I did see I did see that the um now has cameras in the park. One of them pointing over the bridge and stuff. I I read that that they put security cameras up. So the situation doesn't happen again. Right. And well, they fixed the bridge yeah. where you can't go walking on it anymore. Oh, you can't walk across that bridge anymore? No, it's like they kind of cut it out and made it say like where you can just go to like a lookout, you know. Damn it, he's not I mean he's guilty. He's not innocent. He's he's guilty. I, you know, I I do think I mean if he in really made that statement, then he really is BG in my opinion. If he really made that statement to then it, to me, he is really BG. But it's still not I mean, I watched enough crime shows. It is not enough evidence to hold somebody. No, it's, it's um, absolutely it's absolutely not. No, the bullet alone. Did he say did he say that's him? Like he must have seen this video. Like, does he say that that is definitely me on the bridge? Has he not ever said that, that I know of. Not that I know of, but what he described he was wearing is the same clothes. How yeah. many people were wearing the same clothes that day on the bridge? I mean and then you have and then you have Libby recording. So right. whoever that guy is has something to do with it in my opinion yeah because you, have them. you have them you have them on the recording you have them talking you have them. Yeah, right, it'll like that. <laughs> i hope not hopefully they get this solved and that bastard's put away julie will take care of it whoever it may be <laughs> i my i i put uh richard allen as prime suspect in my opinion uh, oh without a doubt just because there's no one else right but well no i mean she she mentioned two or three different people mm-hmm. oh right I mean, but like the guy places himself there and you know there's the guy the guy is a very good subject but they still like they have nothing else from anyone yeah. else do you think pd just kind of do you think PD just kind of took the easy way out? Like he's admitted that he was there, he was wearing those clothes. Yeah, it must be him. Case closed. Uh, PD there is so corrupt that they're even their judge is is uh was basically fired. He had to step down. Like <laughs> their their top 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 people are involved in some shady shady stuff. Oh no doubt. His We're not warrant alone believe... was made up of lies to get to his house. We're not supposed to believe him saying that he did it, telling his wife that he did it. That's all fake. Like, yeah, I don't know if I would have. Well, the thing is, yeah, and and I, this may be conspiratorial again, but uh, you know, like she was saying, there might be people, other people involved with this, convincing him to say such things because they all know that the calls are recorded. If you're actually trying to be innocent, you wouldn't say that over any phone line in jail because 100% of them are recorded and screened. So Right. And if it's recorded and all that, why do you need bodyguards or, or the security guards to overhear and watch you conversate? That's a violation of um, freedom of speech, right? Like... Well, what kind of freedoms are you offered in prison? <laughs> well, you lose pretty much all of them. I don't know. They get tablets. Did you know that? They're allowed to use the internet. Oh, yeah. They're oh, my God. There. Hand the person who got arrested because of the internet and then give them the internet. <laughs> Scott Schatz is back at it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he right. was. He actually, he, he did it. He did some more stuff while he was in jail with his tablet. 
Richard Allen did? No, King Klein. Oh, King Klein. All these weird players in this case. It's definitely bizarre. Yeah. There's too many players in this case. That's why I just don't I don't settle on Richard Allen. At least not 100%, right? Not 100%. Of, maybe a few. Yeah, I, I think he's involved in some way or else he'd stick up for himself more. Ugh. All right, Callie. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you. I guess we're going to call it a night. <coughs> and thank you, Julie, so much for uh, popping in. And yeah, Julie. <laughs> yes, very much. And Lori, thank you for all your comments as well. And thank you, Lori, for joining. And if you're not following, everybody watching, yes, yeah, I was about to say, if you're not following or subscribed already, we'd appreciate it if you, if you did as such. I was gonna throw appreciate out the test for baby Dior, but oh, that too, yeah. Take care of yourself, you prick. <laughs> These guys are great. I hope you guys follow. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> please follow Kelly's page on Facebook, Just for Baby Dior. Um, that's another bizarre case that definitely needs answers as well. Um, and that's that's Callie's main case. She kind of just helped out with this case a little bit. So we're able to talk to her about this case. We really appreciate you joining us, Callie. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And thank right. everyone for, for listening tonight. Really Please like, share, and subscribe to Jeff's personal page. At, <laughs> uh, Shut up. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, have, have a good night, watching. everybody. Bye.